All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. Put <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of a perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And welcome back. We're so glad you guys are with us another week. Welcome. We have some new great content. Yes. And we are so excited, as always, to get the ball rolling. Okay, but first, before I get started, do we have any business to talk about? No. Nope. Not me. You know what? I'm going to stop asking about business. Okay. <laughs> We're just... <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get the show started. And I am going to start things off as usual with small business shout out. And this week, yes, I am shouting out a DMV uh, small business. Ooh, ooh. Yes, I'm excited about that. What is the and DMV for is... people that don't know? Oh, Lord. Um, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. You know what? It's actually people. I'm sorry. Let me just pause from small business. Shout out. It's actually people that don't know that. So I'm going through customs um, in Ireland to I think I think I was going back to New York. Yes. Anyway, going through customs. And this is the uh, this is the USA customs. And the guy was like, where are you from? And I was like, uh the USA, because at first I didn't even realize I was in U.S. Customs, but whatever, a whole nother conversation. And he was like, would you like to name one of our lovely 50 states? And I was like, oh, Virginia. And he was like, what part of Virginia? And I was like, the DMV area. And he was like, DMV. And I was like, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And he was like, I've never heard that. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a federal agent. And I've never heard anybody call it that. And I'm thinking... You've never heard DMV like you you do most of your work. He said he does most of his work out of DC and you never heard DMV, sir. Sir. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know, but yes, you're right. There are people that don't know that. Anyway, so back to small business shout outs. This week I am shouting out Stunning Soirees. They are a wedding and event planning company. And their tagline is crafting one stunning soiree at a time in the DMV and beyond. And guys, let me tell you, if you go check out this page, I'm going to give you the Instagram page in just a second, but I want you to check out this page, check out their business. These ladies do some amazing work. I mean, I've looked at the pictures and I have a personal attachment because I've now hired them to plan Robin and I's 10 year wedding anniversary. So, uh, yes. And I hired them from a recommendation from another friend. And then when I looked at their page, I just fell in love. All of their uh, events just turned out to be so beautiful and classy. And it was everything I felt like I needed for this 10 years. So you can find them on Instagram at Stunning Soirees. It's S-T-U-N-N-I-N-G-S-O-I-R-E-E-S. For anyone that doesn't know how to spell soiree, you know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you, but I'm not going to put you out there. But anyway, yes, <laughs> check out this page. Uh, check out the business. The ladies are bomb. Uh, and they're super nice, too. I met them yesterday, Krista and Christy. They're actually sisters, and they're just really cool, really down to earth. Sister, and sister. 
Yes, because they're and they are twins. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. They're twins. And I mean, yes, about their business. And I love that. So if you're looking for a professional event planning company, Stunning Soirees is it. Yes. yes. And that's going to wrap up my small business shout out this week. And now we're going to move along to five questions. Ooh, ooh, all right. Ooh. So <laughs> as you as you all know, five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more. It's an interesting way to kick off the show where we ask five questions and we just take turns answering them. Right. And they range from funny mm-hmm. to sad to interesting to thought provoking to like WTF. Like, why are you asking this? Uh, and we try to ask them in interesting ways and yeah, sometimes they go a little longer than usual, but that's AP for you. So you ready? Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Question. So there's no like real theme this week. We're just going to ask some, oh, okay. some questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question one. Mm-hmm. Should you, how do I want to do this one? Actually, we'll, we'll do this one first. Should people date and or get in relationships for the potential that they see in someone else? For the potential that they see? Um, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with dating, dating someone because you see potential. Um, getting into a relationship with them to me is a little bit different because if they haven't reached that potential by the time you're ready to settle down... Uh, I don't know. That could be kind of iffy because then how long are you going to stay in the relationship while they're trying to reach their potential? You know, like, I mean, it depends on what potential you see too. Like, what do you, what do you, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of variables to that, but, um, I don't see anything wrong with dating someone that you think has potential. Yeah. So see, I never know. (laughs) Yeah. I struggle with, with how to answer that because on one hand, I think it's important to see the future or to at least consider your future, depending on how old you are, where you are in life and what it is that you want, like out of someone is to be able to Mm -hmm. see where it can go. But I think it's important to be realistic about where it can go based on their present actions. And so if the potential that you see, like if you see them actively working on, on X, whatever that is, then yes, I think Mm -hmm. it's okay to like get into something with them based on their potential because you actively see them working on developing that craft or whatever it is that they're working on. Right. Like they're not just talking, they're not just talking about it. They're actually doing something about it. And that sense. Yeah. 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 But if you just have somebody who all they do, you know, after y'all get it in or wherever y'all just didn't, all they doing is talking about their dreams, but you know, you don't, you never see them do anything. You get up to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're sleeping on those dreams. They're not actually actively working yes. on it. You know, I'm just giving an yes. example. Like, nah, that's potential. No, that. That's potential that you ain't, you don't need to rock with, right? Like, no. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. Right. It depends. Okay. I, there's nothing wrong. There's Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But. Nothing wrong. Yeah. Let's be mindful of what, how we define mm-hmm. potential. All right. Question two. Let me see. Question two. One got to go. No. <laughs> okay, so one of these has to go. Honey Ann's, the pretzel place. Cold Stones, the ice cream place. Oh. Or Cinnabon, the Cinnabon place. Is this a one, two, three, or I just answer? Uh, no, let's do one, two, three. Okay. Right, you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. wait, hold on. Give me a sec. Let me just make a final decision. <laughs> what? Ooh. 
One gotta go. Honey okay. Ann's okay. Cold Stone yep, Cinnabine. It. Okay. One. Let's go. One, two, three. Cold Stones. Oh. What? No, sir. You will not make me give up my strawberry shortcake serenade. I refuse. You're not getting the right thing from Cold Stone if you pick Cold Stone. That, just... that was actually one of the easier one, two, threes we've done. That was... No, what? it was not. Because I really had to weigh my options here. But the only reason I chose on ends or whatever is because the last couple times I went... You know, there's something about... I only get, like, plain pretzels or the cinnamon sugar. Sometimes there's something about that aftertaste of the plain pretzel that just be making me feel some type of way. So... I considered that against everything else. Cinnabon is never a go. For, I mean, like I'm, we're not getting rid of Cinnabon ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Cold Stone, gosh, I love Cold Stone because I get the strawberry shortcake serenade with the yellow cake and the strawberries and the nuts and the um, sweet cream ice cream. And when you mix that sucker up, oh my god, it is a. Mm, mm, mm. Here I go, sounding like a fat girl again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I had Cold Stones. One. Oh, well, that's why you put, see, that's why. Because you ain't, you ain't Two, there. when I think of like go to, so a part of why, Honey Ann's is just, yeah, I agree with you. Get a plain pretzel, but I usually get the nacho cheese dipping sauce. Uh, mm. uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big, yeah. Cinnabon, nah, you just, I'm just not getting rid of that right now oh, compared to those. But Cold Stones to me, see, I'm more of a Dairy Queen person. I used to be. So I used to be. Give me the a, Dairy Queen. Hmm. Yeah. Dairy Queen is my Dairy Queen don't even have the wet nuts no more. Like every Dairy Queen I go go to up here, the wet nuts that's like in the um wet nuts in what the syrup. That? It's it's like it's walnuts and they put it like in like a maple syrup type ew, thing. Yeah. What? You crazy. I you don't like crazy. nuts. So there you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, you don't know what you're missing. And go. <laughs> And go. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> uh-huh. Name a villain in TV or film that you love to hate. Name a, t- a villain. Oh. Oh. I got to go with Cersei Lannister. Even though Game of Thrones is over. Cer- I mean, Cersei was just pure fucking evil and there were so many times I wanted to jump through that screen and just choke her myself but you could not deny you know I, I think her best season for me was see was season seven because she it was just like the gloves is off all bets off like she didn't give an app like she killed it season seven so yeah I mean I, I hated her but I love to hate her because she was just so evil you was just always waiting for the next evil shit she was gonna do who did she kill in season yeah. seven um Olena, the um the grandma. Oh yeah, that was light work though. They were nice. Jamie was. I nice. mean, yeah, because but that was because of Jamie. But you, I mean, but still, like it was just her approach in season seven, the way she, you know, had the like she was, she was still two steps ahead of where Tyrion thought he was two steps ahead. Because remember the whole um, Castle Rock thing where Tyrion had the um the um, oh god uh, yes. I can't believe when they stormed that was my the ca- life. I can't. Sorry, when you're talking about, it, I'm like that was our. Life. Oh, see. And you know, I tried, uh, this is so off track real quick. I tried to watch an episode the other day and it just did not give me the same feeling as it used to all those times where I would go back and watch it. But after that final season, I just don't have that same, 
love for Game of Thrones. I'm so glad I didn't get a Game of Thrones tattoo. I'm so glad. See what? Were you really gonna get? I mean, could you? I mean, yeah, I was gonna get um a wolf. I was gonna get ghost tattooed on me somewhere, and like you know, King of the North or some shit. I mean, you know, look how I did with you know Harry Potter. I got Harry Potter tattoos because that ending was phenomenal. J.K. Rowling gave us everything we deserved and some. But Game of Thrones, Double D's, I'm still mad at y'all dumbasses. All right. Go, who's your villain? Oh. <laughs> you got all off track. Forgot the question. Who's your villain? My villain is Miranda Priestly from Devil Wears Prada. <gasps> oh, yes. So okay. when I was thinking about like villains, even though I wouldn't necessarily consider her a villain, I guess she is one, though. Mm-hmm. A protagonist. She does whatever. Yeah. Created. Yeah. No, she's a villain for the show, for the movie. But I, I, I love to hate her, right? Like, yes. <laughs> many people aspire to be her. It. The way she handled, she was about <laughs> her. Sh- boop. Right. Like, yeah. And Emily. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that look, the look. I use. I oh still use gosh. Emily to this day. Okay, that's how influential mm. that movie was. You know, I'm sure there's some other villains now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, like people that I love to hate. You know what? Small shout out goes to um, Tariq St. Patrick because I did just watch um, Power, but I'll talk now, about that. I, need to, I mean, I don't watch that show, but is he really considered a villain? I mean, I love to hate him. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, to me, he's a villain. <laughs> he's a villain. Yes. Okay. All right. Question, Question. four? Four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Would you consider it poor taste for someone to give you a compliment? based solely on how you put it down in the bedroom do i consider it poor take no is it <laughs> no. rude disrespectful <laughs> like oh you don't see anything else that you like about me like is it poor taste to only compliment me based on how i put it down in the bedroom i mean okay see now that's some difference i, I guess it depends on our relationship but i for one love compliments about my bedroom activities uh bedroom behavior i'm gonna call it because I feel like when you know the quality of your product, compliments only make you feel better. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it just, it boosts that. Yeah, if you know you're great and somebody also comments that you're great, that yeah, as long as they put me down, I don't care. What? Yeah. Do you think, I mean, is it important? I don't think that's poor taste. Am I weird? No. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I don't think it's um, a poor taste. And I think for some, it's like a needed ego booster, right? Like, you, you want to know that you're doing right, that you're doing something right. Otherwise, you need right, to switch right, it right. up. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't want to continue to be engaging in those types go. of activities in a certain way that's actually not helpful. Like, crap, I'd rather be right. getting compliments than to be getting nothing. So in that sense, no, it's not poor taste. I do think, though, that yeah. if that's all that you're giving me, uh, oh, okay. Well, actually, I don't even know if that's wrong because if all you dealing with them for is that, then what else are you going to compliment me on? You don't know me outside of that, right? So right, 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 right. It depends. Yeah. So not no general answer. No, it's not. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Question five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled straight from the headlines. Question Uh-oh. five. Uh <laughs> oh. Is this an SVU episode? Look, that's what. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if you've been watching SVU, but it's it's interesting. No. I'm telling you, SVU is still on. Isn't? Yeah. All right. Um. <sighs> question five. 
How many times can you get your dick sucked before you're considered gay? Uh, <laughs> um, me? No, I'm joking. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yes, I've been I've been listening. I know what you're talking about. How many times? Okay, so how, how many times can you get your dick sucked by someone of the same sex before you're considered gay? By uh, yes, I guess. Um. I mean, is there really a number of times? Like, I think it, see, okay, I can't really put a number on it, but I think if you continue to get, like, if you, if you do it once, even, okay, let's say you do it twice, because I think, yeah, 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 I think that was the whole, t- anyway, if you do it twice, right, so I guess the question you could continue be, does, to go does, back, does two times make you, no, okay, so two times doesn't make you gay because maybe the first time was an, an experiment or maybe you was drunk or whatever, and then maybe you kind of liked it, but you wasn't sure, and so maybe you went back again to, you know, find out, and then that second time you was like, all right, this ain't for me. Like, maybe it feels good, but I feel weird in doing this, so this isn't for me, and so then no, like, nah. But if you keep going back and you like it and you, you know, you nutting off of it and all that, and you, you going back for it, I I think you know I don't I don't want to use the word gay but I think maybe you're you're not heterosexual like <laughs> you know maybe there's you you know there's something else I mean there are plenty of letters now for the LGBTQIA <laughs> whatever for you to find yourself a letter and be in one of those groups if you choose to be you don't have to be but um yeah no I mean I don't think two times makes you gay yeah yeah. What do you think? Two times? Uh, <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> okay, please don't make me weak right now. Cause I, <laughs> I just... I, I don't even know how to respond to this question. and Like, it... Okay. I'm not sure of a number. I, I'm not sure there's a number that I can, like, definitively stand behind. One. Two... Like well, well, one, you know how I feel about labels. So this whole labeling thing right. is is probably See, yeah. where I'm first thrown off because, like how how you choose to define me does not necessarily mean does not necessarily stick with me, right? Like I don't have to accept that. That's your own individual assumption or assessment. Uh, but I do. I don't know if there's a number. I think if you don't think you're gay, you're not gay. Just like if you don't think you're straight, you're not straight. Like who is it? How do how do you judge that? <laughs> And and we're and I'm speaking. You know, we all Google Tank. Just Google Tank if you want to know what. Oh, I, if you want to know, I'm telling the. I mean, if you just want to know where this. Oh came yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. Just Google Tank because I think there's more like levels to this, or at least there's more details to this than we're, we're going to get into today. Uh, yeah, man. There's no because in the same way, if a if a woman or let me not do that when. When I have been a part of or been around or heard conversations where people discuss women having sexual encounters with another woman, they never talk about the number of times. They never talk about it in terms of she's gay or she's a lesbian, right? She could have had, she could have did it her whole college career and now she's married. They still don't consider her gay or a lesbian, right? So how is it that like a woman who could have spent her whole college career or freshman year or undergrad, you know, whatever, 
Mm-hmm. And a same-sex relationship can now be defined as a heterosexual woman when a man, based on, based on you know, where this came from, got his right. penis Dicks sucked oh, okay. <laughs> twice. <laughs> yet now he's a full-blown gay man. Okay, y'all was about to use a word. I forgot. We, I almost forgot. We're not using that. Well, we are not using that word. Two things that this topic made me think of. One, I mean, one is similar to what you were saying about women. Like, it's females out here. Oh my gosh, it's it's females out here. Like, what about the whatever? Never mind. Actually, I'm not even gonna touch that. One thing this made me think of insecure. Remember Molly, Jared, that whole thing. Yes. Like, <laughs> And you know how like, I felt about that one. God. Oh, I was pissed. Oh, I was pissed. Because Jared, Molly, you still stupid for that. But anyway, that, you know, whatever. I don't know. I just don't understand people. I just, whatever. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, so, look, I'm, I look, I was about to get into this. Like, this is perspective. It's not, though. But this could be a good conversation. Later. <sighs> Mini so. Okay. Yes. Well, that concludes five questions, you guys. <laughs> As always, yes. answer the questions. Let us know what you think. Send us some questions. Yes, guys, definitely send us some questions because uh, sometimes, as Aaron said before, we run out of things to ask. But we can't, this, this was some good ones these week. Oh, sorry. These were some good ones this week. I'm all tongue-tied because I'm just over here weak. Um, yes, but please send us questions. Send us your responses. And you can do that by finding us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us your answers at a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. Yes, yes. Okay, quickly before we move on. Did you see Did you see his uh-huh. interview with uh, on The Breakfast Club? I did. I was listening. You know, I listen in the mornings. Did you? What did you? I was really weak. I'm just interested. Like, do you, I'm, what are your thoughts when, like, Charlamagne says he doesn't, you know, that part where Tank was talking about homophobia and specifically within, like, the black community and Charlamagne mm-hmm. was saying he doesn't see it as that. Uh, do you, oh, do you, yeah. I disagree. I remember, like, when he said that, I said, I disagree with you, Charlamagne. Like, I mean, I was talking back to my radio. I don't, I, I disagree with it, but I would have to go back, like, Right now, it's not prevalent in my mind, so I have to go back and listen again to hear everything he said because I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, yeah, let me. I would have to go back and listen because what Charlemagne was saying is not homophobia um, because uh, what was he saying? But Tank was saying, see, I can't. I mean, I remember bits and pieces of it, but I know Tank was saying yes, it was because of the like the comments in which people were the comments that people were leaving that hadn't listened to the whole interview, like. They pretty much, I guess they thought he was coming out or something or something, something, something. So then he, they right. were saying negative derogatory things under his pictures and stuff like that. Well, yeah, he was trying to say essentially like when they were, when his comments and people were calling him gay, it, they weren't saying like, oh, you're gay. Like you came out like, oh, that's great. Like they were trying to use it as like a, a slur, right? Like as like a derogatory oh, right, remark. Right, right, like right, they right. were throwing it at him in, in a way that wasn't like uplifting. It was oh. not. And so. Any, any t- to me. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because I'm one of those people where intent matters. But typically, if you're using the gayness as a derogatory term or whatever, it's homophobia. Well, I mean, I don't know. Are you scared? No, no, no. Because are you scared of gay people? Um, That's another good question, right? How do you define homophobia or being homophobic, right? Like, what is... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 
Well, I'll, I'll listen to it again. <laughs> you, you said it. Many we'll so. talk about it. <laughs> many so. Oh, okay. You said, you said many so. All right. And now it's time for Under My Skin. And tell me tell what got under our skin this week. Yes. So. Uh, there should be a noise. <laughs> like always should be a noise for that part. <laughs> All right. Well, you put a little girl right there or something. Yes. All right. I'll go first. Um, so what got under my skin this week? I don't know. This was. I don't know. It's just me being me. But I think I got under my own skin this week after the shade room got under my skin this week. And I can't fault anyone but myself. So that's why I said I got under my skin because it's me who even looks at the shade rooms post or clicks on that comment button. Really the comments. (sighs) There are just a couple posts this week that I don't even I don't even want to go into detail. I just there were a couple posts this week that the comments got under my skin. So but I'm so bad, nosy. I, I want to know like, what it was. <laughs> I just you know. Uh, Give me a subject or something. <laughs> okay, so one of them. Well, actually, one of them was the tank thing that you asked about the five questions. One of them was the tank thing. Um, another was the Angela Yee and Gucci Man thing, Gucci Mane or whatever. Um, what and a, then another one. What? it's just the ignorant comments I don't, oh, okay. I don't, it's just the ignorant comments and then um, I think the one that kicked it off for me though was the one with Gabrielle Union um, the daughter and Dwayne Wade's son I don't, I don't know what he identifies as, so I'm going to say it. But, I mean, Dwayne Wade posted a caption that said, um, my girls or whatever and the ignorance in the comments because you know his son is gay was his son I in the picture? out the closet yeah, his son was in the picture. Yeah, his son was in the picture. And so he put up there, my girl. So I don't know. That's why I said I don't know, like, if there's something else there. I don't care, honestly. Like, it's, I mean, whether it is or not. I just, for, I don't even know why I clicked on the comments under that one. There are certain ones that, you know, you shouldn't just click under the comment. Anyway, I did. And the ignorant you people should know under there. I should have known better. Like, yes. And it was just, oh. And then, like, I think I got on my nerves this week. Oh, oh. And that's uh, another one was the the one that Masika posted. I don't. I'm just so. Anyway, posted Masika, the the chick from Loving Hip Hop. One of them people. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Um, you'll have to see that one. I'm definitely not going into that one because I I'm not putting an opinion out here either way on this shit. Like people just are ignorant. Um. Yes. And so, like I said, that got under my skin, but really, like, I mean, to really back it, I got under my own skin because I shouldn't have been clicking those comments. I need to just stop post, I mean, reading the shade room shit and probably just not go there at all. I don't know. Whatever. Um, But it was more so the people. So I guess if I just stop clicking on the comments, things won't get under my skin. So, yeah, just ignorant people in comments. Oh, birds of a feather flock together because I got under my own skin this week, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, I got under my own skin this week. And it's because it's all right. What did you do? Making better decisions. What I wrote so that I could frame this in in a healthy way for myself was making better decisions when I can point to the moment where I went one way and I saw the opportunity to go another. Right? Mm. And Mm. so... Long story short is uh, I'm moving and just where I'm at now in terms of moving by the end of this month has put me in just an interesting situation in terms of where I'm moving to, how I'm moving there, when it is that I'm moving, uh, and a number of things, right? And I've been 
oddly not frustrated, not in a panic, but it's not the most uh, smooth transition. And so I was trying, and so there was a point when it, like, when things came to a head or when things came together where I realized I'm at this particular moment, I'm here because of X. And and, there, and the reality mm-hmm. is, like, I always say, like, not always say, but one of the things that I say is that, like, once you move outside of yourself, you are not 100% in control of what happens, right? Like, other people now contribute to it. But there was a point in this whole moving situation where I recognized I could have done X, even if the outcome would still be the same, or I don't know if the outcome would have been the same. Most likely not that... Mm. Yeah, I could have just made a better decision or a different decision, and the yeah. and that moment where things came to a head, I would have like it just would have it, it probably would have never gotten to that point. So, I got right. under my skin this week. <sighs> I know that feeling so well, Aaron. So I am like really like uh over here thinking about all the times that that has come to a head to me. Oh gosh. Well, that's then what it made it me really start to is- think about. Like I'm better today than I was yesterday about like not beating myself up over it like oh, and coming to terms with it yeah 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 but it's just it was just another moment where i pointed where i knew you went you you chose a you chose b when your hompot should have chose a right mm-hmm. like, you uh, waited 10 I've minutes when you should have like waited five minutes right hurt. like yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. uh whoo that is terrible okay well <laughs> look at us um you know self-reflecting <laughs> Under, under our skin getting right. under our own skin that's you know what that's called growth <laughs> okay <laughs> okay we admit our faults all right so that's gonna wrap it up for under my skin this week and it's time for what are, what you, are you watching, watching? yes Aaron. Yeah. what are you watching this week all right so i'm gonna just pick one thing that i'm watching this week and it's gray's anatomy omg actually right, now th- how long is this recap no no, this no, recap? no 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 i'm not even gonna do a full <laughs> recap i'm just gonna say that gray's anatomy has kicked off very well i keep saying that right now at the the last episode meredith is going to jail and so we who like i assume she's not going to be in the next few episodes i don't I, I'm interested to see how they're going to play that out, right? Like, is she just not going to be in the next few episodes or are we just going to see what it's like for Meredith behind bars in the same way that we got to see her uh, doing community service? If you're not aware, Meredith is doing community service because she used her daughter's insurance to have, for another patient. Like, she falsified, you know, information and said that her daughter was getting a procedure when really it was an un- uh, uh, a patient in an episode. And so that start that that started to all happen last season, and this season we're seeing the results of that. So Meredith's been fired, along with uh, Dr. Weber and Karev, who Dr. Weber and Karev are actually uh, working at a new hospital with Karev being the chief of surgery. And so they're sort of in an upswing, even though they're at, like one of the worst hospitals in the area or in the country. It's uh, a positive thing for them. So anyway, I'm just excited to see like how all of this is going to play out with. Uh, Dr. Karev and Dr. Weber in the new hospital, which means they're not at Grace Sloan Memorial. How, oh, gosh, Bailey, Dr. Bailey is pregnant. So we're going to see what happens with that, which is makes me more excited for Station 19 when it comes back. One, because Ben Warren, who, you know, was the, is Dr. Bailey's husband, who was on Grey's Anatomy full-time, is now full-time at Station 19. And they just sort of, he, he pops back and forth. And then, so that's what makes me excited about Station 19, as well as Dr. Avery, if you all don't know Dr. Avery, who's Jesse Williams in real life, is the, who is also the son of Dr. Catherine Fox, who is Debbie Allen in real life. He's dating, uh, God, what is her name? He's dating, uh, he's dating one of the chicks from Station 19. So we're seeing a lot of crossover stuff, right? 
And hold I, on, hold on, real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams, is he still up there? He's still in Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, that's what I just said. Doctor, uh, yes, oh, Jesse, okay, Will- okay, Jesse okay. Williams is Dr. Avery, who is the son of okay. Debbie Allen, who plays Dr. Catherine Fox, who, yes, he's dating. Yes. He broke up. So last season, he broke up with, or they broke up, him and uh, Dr. Pierce, which is uh, which is the which is the sister of Meredith Grey. So they broke up, and now he's starting to date the firefighter from Station 19. So it's just been interesting to see how that all plays out because I really like their dynamics with each other. So I think they've been setting us up because I have to remember, this is not like a 13-episode uh, series. This is like a 25, 24-episode series. So they have time to build and uh, build anticipation, right? And that's what they've been doing for me. Like, it's setting me up to want to see what happens with these storylines and that's where I'm at. It's been good, man. I'm gonna come back. I think I think I'm gonna come back with like some real episode by episode storylines, like I used to do Big Brother. But just general recap, because life has been happening, so I've been having to watch them at interesting times. Is good. Meredith right. going to jail. Doctor Avery's dating a firefighter from Station 19. Doctor Bailey's pregnant. Karev is the new chief of surgery at a new hospital after being fired, along with Doctor Bailey. Oh wait. Oh, and Owen Hunt just left. Grace Sloan too, and now he's going over to be, uh, he's going over to Pac North, which is where Doctor Karev is at too. So it's it's just like I'm just so excited to see what's happening. Along with nine one one, Angela Bassett and Charmed is back on, and and uh, ooh, God Friended Me is back on. God Friended Me is back on. If you haven't seen God Friended Me, it's actually a good show. It's, it's season two. You should go check it out. And the last thing I'll say is Netflix is raising Dion. I actually watched that and finished it. It's oh, so, okay. It's good. I mean, I'm into you know, Is I'm into, I'm into like powers and magic and all that stuff too. So that yeah, was that was what got what superheroes. That's what made me start to watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. cer- certain parts are <laughs> cheap, but not in a <laughs> not in a way that makes me not want to watch it. Almost like a kiki cheap. Um, like so the, yeah. game cheap. <laughs> the game cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the game. Yes. Cheap, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like Dion from the game, those some of those moments were cheap. But, oh okay. gosh, very. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> okay, so this week I am watching. Um, I am watching Charmed, and so I'm caught up. Are you caught up? Yes. Do you like it so far? Okay, I do like it so far. I'm kind of interested in where they're going um, this season, but what still pisses me off, and you know, I, I, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching the current charmed and i'm also still watching the old charmed and the the uh likeness in both is that these witches <laughs> make the dumbest decisions and t- you're witches you are witches you have powers why do you stand in one place and let anybody take you or take your sibling or not fi- like it just makes no sense to me that a lot of times I feel like they stand there and let these things happen. So it frustrates me on both the new one and the old one. But yes, I like where the new one is going. Um, that last episode was actually good. The the third one. Um, but Macy, man, Macy be pissing me off. Macy, you got the most powers. What are you doing, Macy? She's the only one with powers right now. What? (laughs) Right. Right. You're the only one. But you and this whole demon, like, girl, you got to get over that. Like, you really got to come to terms with who you are, accept it, and use it to your ability. Like, stop letting it hinder you because you're driving me crazy. Um, Yes. So that's Charmed. I am also watching um, Power. 
So I just, um, real quick, I'm going to just talk about last week's power or the week before last because there was no power last week, 50, what? Um, so this Sunday, there was a new episode. But anyway, so this is after the whole Lakeisha, a.k.a. Lala, getting killed. <sighs> Which just was not, you know, I saw people online talking about, you know, that was emotional for them. They were really like, you know, into that. <sighs> I don't know. I guess maybe I'm over this season of power because at this point I'm ready for everybody to die. Honestly, like what? I just I don't know. Like I just the storyline like we're dragging out, and I'm not seeing the type of um, vengeance taken that should have been taken. Um, Dre, why is Dre still alive? I used to like Dre. At this point, why is Dre still alive? Like, why do good people get killed off and the bad people just still lingering around? Like, at some point, the bad people got to go. Like, why are you going to wait to the end to just kill everybody off? Like, kill these people off. How many episodes you got this season? All right, well, every two episodes, like, somebody, you know, somebody need to be coming off. Sounds um, like life Tariq. to me. <laughs> but go ahead. It- <laughs> You right, but Tariq, Tariq still pissing me off. That little nigga can be dead. I mean, I wouldn't even care. So, I feel like Tariq um, been pissing people off since what? Did he get his sister killed or something at one point? Yes, he got a sister killed. Like I think that's when he started to piss people off. Then, um, what was it? It was, it was something after that. I I don't know. Like just just continuous um, Tariq moments of pissing people off. Mm. Okay, so yes, uh, so that was power. Also. I have to talk about Blackish. I have to talk about Blackish. The latest episode where Dre gets invited to the elite club. Did you okay, see that? yes, 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 yes. Aaron. Oh my gosh. I thought that episode was really good. I really thought it was good. And what I liked even more is that, you know, Robin and I watched it together and the conversation we had after, um, in regard to spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, what the guy said about Charlie and not uh, him not being one of them. And that was his reason for not, you know, accepting Charlie into the club versus, um, you know, Dre's perspective on it and him not staying in the club. Like, I don't know. I mean, but, my mom and Robin both thought that what the guy said was wrong um, because they felt like there should be no exclusion of our people. Um, I just had a different uh, viewpoint on it. Did they really? Necessarily... Yeah. Just talk about <laughs> that just think, a little more. Like, what do you mean that? I mean, I want to say Robin's reason. I mean, that was my mom's. I want to say Robin's reason was a little different maybe she still said you know she wouldn't want to be a part of the club that excludes you know our people like something similar to what dre said but um we did have a deeper conversation in there being a difference in people in black people like you know like some people just aren't and i to me i see it as whether you're higher or lawyer lower whatever however you want to put it you know maybe like you were a street dude versus like a corporate dude, like neither really would could maybe not fit in to the other ones, you know, crowd or their group or their scenery. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know. Like people are different. People may be raised differently though. They have different, you know, backgrounds and um, environment. So I don't know. I got what he was saying when he said Charlie wasn't like them and he didn't say anything bad about Charlie and that Charlie wasn't cool and a fun, fun guy or whatever. But they was just two different type of dudes. And I got that. So, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with him, you know, not extending a an, um, a membership offer to Charlie. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't look at it as him keeping our people down. I guess I didn't, I don't know. That's not what I took from it. 
I didn't think it was a racial, I mean, you know, not a racial holding back versus an elitist um, societal type of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sitting here <laughs> listening. Like, I'm like, I'm just trying to listen. But I go, yes. I mean, I didn't see it either in that way. To me, there was no talking down to Charlie, nor was there any talking down or talking, speaking negatively about him. I agree that he, yeah. his, his opinion of Charlie that rubbed Dre the wrong way was only in relationship to him joining the organization. And that was where I just think, right. yeah, where he offered his opinion that he's just, he's not, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not for us. That's not to say he's not for the world. He's just not for us in this specific context. And so that's why I wasn't right. offended by it. Because if anything, I think that we all, when we saw, when we first thought of Charlie going out with them, I think and by we, I mean the viewers, when the viewers first yes. saw Charlie, Yes. Uh, potentially about to go out with him, right? And then we actually saw Charlie walk out on the field. I think oh the viewers God, had a, a had a bias and prejudice <laughs> and like thought. Yes, like, like th- Charlie's not gonna fit in yeah, with him. Like I think there was a projection, and I see that when I hear you say Robin and your mom, I think like one, I probably think that they were projecting their thoughts about that situation on them, and or to how they thought the outcome was gonna be, and. When the outcome presented itself, like right, they, they they were validated in that in that opinion that they ultimately had, and so I think we I think we push against and not just them, but in life we sometimes push against our own stereotypes or that we have about people, our own biases that we have about people or situations, mm-hmm. and we try to overcome that. And so by overcome by helping other people overcome it, when in reality, like he wasn't doing anything bad. Like that's why there are that's why there's alphas, alpha file fraternity incorporated. Q's, Sigma's, mm-hmm. Kappa's, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. not everybody can be an alpha man. It's not to say that you're not a good man, right? You're just not meant to be an alpha man, right? Like, many are called, few are frozen. That doesn't take away from who you are as a person. And that's what I think the man was trying to say. Anyway, I didn't want to go out. That to me is a whole, that is a mini-sode, like that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. We can definitely do that. No, but yeah, I mean, because it was a really good episode and I... I will make sure I, I have a direct quote from Robin herself when we do that on a mini so I'm gonna have to write it down because we had a good conversation I felt like after because I was I don't know like watching it I, I was I was kind of surprised that I didn't feel the same way that she did you know for me and my normal way of thinking so Why? I don't know and I think if he had turned his I think if he had turned his nose up to Charlie yeah if he had been like oh Charlie ain't like uh i mean yeah maybe maybe that's that was the difference for me you know what i'm saying because like i said i you know i mean you more had the similar viewpoint than um me and rob so yeah but anyway okay that's what we are watching this week yes and now we're going to do our perspectives but first we're going to take a quick break pay some bills Aaron's gonna okay (laughs) (laughs) yes and we will be right back guys we're back and it's time for this week's perspectives and Aaron I think it's your turn to go first so what are you talking about this week so this week I want to talk about stillness yeah Mm -hmm. I want to talk about stillness and what it means to listen to yourself so the question that I ask is is it possible to hear when you're moving 
and I've been thinking about this this week because if you, anyone who's ever followed or researched or read uh, influential people, whether it's Oprah or Gandhi or your pastor, if you go to church or pastors in general like T.D. Jakes, there are, there, there are common threads in some of their language when it comes to hearing, I'll say from God for me, but, you know, hearing from the universe, uh, listening to yourself, um, understanding what, you, what you're supposed to do next, right? What does it mean to move forward? And a lot of them speak about, there's some form of stillness to which they speak about, right? Like you need to get still, you need yeah. to listen, you need to not always be in movement. And that, that to me has been something that I've honed in on for a while, but have not mastered. And and to be honest, in certain moments, I question how valid that is in comparison to uh, someone who's always moving or on the go. And so I want to talk about that this, this week, right? Like one of the yeah. things for myself has been one of the questions, the reason why I asked that question of can you still, can you hear when you're moving is because I'm someone that's moved, like I'm someone that moves. And I recognize <laughs> that in conversations that I've had in the past week, where we're specifically talking about how we deal with certain things. One of the things that I brought up was that I like reflect when we talk about like reflection, uh, one of the conversations that came up to this past week was a conversation around reflection and how it is that we reflect and how we take our reflections and what do we do with it moving forward. And one of my points was that I reflect Late, especially lately in real time, because there's other things that are happening after the particular situation, because there are a number of things that I'm going to do next, I don't always take the time to reflect when a moment, when, when something has ended. More so I reflect in real time because when it's over, I'm moving on to the next thing. And so I'm always going. And if I think about what I said got under my skin this week, it, there's, a, there's a level of I've been moving and haven't taken the time to s- get still Mm-hmm. Or I've been moving and I haven't actually just taken the time to listen, right? So that's Because that's another question that I'm wondering, right? And this topic is, can you listen to yourself while you're moving or do you have to always be still, right? And where are the moments where it's necessary to be still versus moving so that you can fully grasp what's happening or what's supposed to happen so that you can take ownership of what you need to do moving forward. Anyway, all this to say, I just want to get some feedback on you. I'm like, do you believe that you can... When do you even believe in that whole stillness and, and you need to get still in order to hear or in order to understand what you need to do next? And how does that impact your life? Do you do it? Do you not? Uh, what are even some things that you think about? Oh, and the question, right? Can you get the clarity that you seek or that you need, whether it's in life overall or a particular situation, if you're constantly moving? Yeah. Woo, child. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot, but really it's just about stillness uh, and movement. Yes. I mean, okay. So, yes. As soon as you start talking about that, I, you know, I flash back to my childhood when I heard peace be still. Like, that was something that I heard in my household um, that I never quite understood. And I can say, even as adult, even as an adult, it's still kind of hard to grasp because my mind is always moving. I'll say that. So I think to me, it's not just a a physical be still. It's also like a mental be still. Um, So it's hard for me, I'll say to be still or to, to hear myself at times because my mind is always going. Um, 
sometimes what I do to help that, I guess, to listen to myself and be still. My big thing is, and I've learned that through uh, therapy as well, is um, playing games allow me to uh, calm my mind, my mind down. Like I play a game on my phone, Toy Blast. It's the best game ever, whatever. I don't care what anybody says. Um, but I mean, that's like a time where like, I'm, I, like I could be in a room with people and when I need to just, you know, reel it in, like I'll pull that phone, I'll pull my phone out and play that game. Like I'm not trying to be rude or whatever. Like that game just helps me center myself in my thoughts. Um, cause it, it, it kind of clears me up. Like, you know, like I'm not focusing on all the problems, you know, I'm just honed in on this one thing, which also, you know, sometimes it, it just al- it allows my mind to just, just stop, you know, and I need that at times. Um, but it's still hard, you know, I don't, I, I think that you can achieve peace through it. Yeah. I think that that's possible. Um, and being still and, and, you know, and being quiet and allowing your mind. I think some people also do that through like meditation and prayer and stuff like that. I know I've tried to meditate and that's not, I mean, it's not for everybody. And I'm going to say it's not for me because I just can't, I can't get myself to be quiet (laughs) when I'm meditating. Like there's still things going on in my mind. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, but I don't, I can't use, I will say I can't use toy blast for every, uh, thing that I'm trying to be still from or learn from or, you know, grow within, like that doesn't help for everything. So those are the times that I still struggle is with trying to find, um, stillness in those, in I guess the hard hitting problems. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. No, that makes sense. What I heard you say is that it takes like for you, one of the ways, because your brain runs a lot and moves a lot. One of the ways in which you can focus on, uh, what's in front of you is by doing something else, not two or three other things, but doing one other thing, which is why you go to your mm-hmm. phone. So doing two things allows you to focus on the one thing that's directly in front of you. Uh, for the most part, it doesn't always work, but it's one of the tools that you found to be helpful. It helps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, did I answer all the questions? I feel like there were a lot of questions. I mean, I don't know I if there were like questions. It's just more, I mean, I, I had <laughs> questions that were popping up as I was talking, right? But it wasn't like a particular question. Mm-hmm. The real, the main question is like, how does stillness work? Do you believe in the power that, do you believe in the power of stillness, right? Like, or what can come from stillness? And is it possible to still get the same outcome when you're moving? Like, do you think it's possible to still get the answer that you seek to particular things when you're moving? Yeah. Oh, you know what? In in current um, workings of myself, that's how I'm going to put it, one of the things that I've really been working on is like in the moments where I feel like I'm being like, I'm getting angry and I can feel like some, the anger rising or whatever. Um, being still help, like me keeping my, my thoughts to myself or, you know, rationalizing, is this something worth, you know, speaking on or not, whatever. Like that's a moment of being still like that. Yeah. I think that if I'm versus me, like, continuing to like talk or something you know or just being quiet yeah yeah yeah. i feel like that can be yeah okay i'm sorry as you explained that i thought of something else and yeah so i think there are times where yeah being still will definitely help you get clarity the clarity that you seek in the peace yeah yeah so i'm done but the way what you just said at the end made me made me realize that even I, how I define stillness is narrowed, is sort of a narrow view or narrow 
compared to what else is out there because there are ways in which you were describing like how you came to some answer of like yeah that's stillness yeah that is stillness like as you were saying that i'm like yeah that i was agreeing with you Mm -hmm. like because those were moments that i hadn't thought about as being moments of stillness like to me i'm always going or nine times out of ten moving right and thinking and on to the next thing like even as we're recording this podcast there's a part of me that's thinking about what's next and prepping for what i have to do next Mm. Uh, well, but but that allows me to be present in the moment in, in a certain way. But it also like helps me to prepare for helps me to prepare for the next thing. But anyway, in what you were saying, like in, in some of those like uh, recaps or running through your brain or running through something that's happened, like those are still mo- those can be defined as being still. You may not like yeah. what it is that you're being still for, but it still can be <laughs> a form of stillness. Yeah. 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 Well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was that's really all I want to talk about. Like, or just wanted to, yeah, that's really all I want to converse about. Things, because <laughs> I also think the okay. other thing that I think about for me is that like, when you hear others' definitions of something, it's it's important to recognize that the way in which they view it or they experience it may not be the way in which you will, and because you don't experience it mm. in the way that they do, does not diminish or invalidate your experience and so and even in this conversation i'm having to recognize that i've heard multiple people in different ways talk about stillness and what it has done for them and how they've achieved it but that doesn't mean that that's going to be the same way that i am going to experience it or the outcomes that come from it for me will be different and so i have to figure out what does stillness for me look like and Mm -hmm. and how do i receive what it is that i'm supposed to receive like from that but also I think just owning the fact that like my brain that I also enjoy thinking of multiple things. I enjoy and have felt productive and not just felt productive, have been productive in thinking through situations and trying to come to resolutions and celebrating things. It's always not just, you know, uh, contemplation. Sometimes it's being still in order to celebrate or reflect on the positive of things. Like I've been able to do some of those things or achieve those outcomes while moving and so i don't want to take away from like that and thinking that every maybe that is your um oh okay sorry maybe that is your oh no i was gonna say maybe that is your piece is you know and you're moving you're moving around like maybe you don't need stillness to achieve that peace or clarity or whatever that others need stillness to do if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. i didn't huh i didn't even i'm gonna have to think about that actually i didn't even you remember on um first wives club did you ever see first wives club with bet midler and um, yes diane Goldie keaton and diane okay keaton. diane yes. keaton yes and remember when she was on a treadmill and she was like that's where she gets her best ideas you know because she was on a treadmill like she was on the go like she wasn't oh, yeah, sitting around yeah. like plotting like the rest of them she was you know huh yeah mm-hmm see? Change your perspective, change your outcome, man. Change, that, that, yes. That, that actually, that, that, thank you for that, because I actually didn't, even that correlation, like, yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. See, you got to double yeah. down on what's you, but that means you just have to understand you. And and, and that, to yep. me, is sort of the work, right, is understanding you more. Because not everything, anyway, that whole domestication and things that I've talked about in the past of, like, not everything that you were raised on or built on or that you hold to be true, like, not everything needs to be challenged in a way that you like as if it's wrong. Some of that stuff is like you that what makes you, you double down on. Anyway. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. That that's my perspective for this okay. week. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Good perspective. 
Okay, so my perspective is fun. Um, I'm weak this week because my perspective is about dating. <laughs> and I, I, wah, wah, wah. I can't believe it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me weak. Yes. Oh my God. Because I remember the last thing you talked about, dating. I was like, what about dating, Aaron? Yes. Look, that's well, what I thought about. <laughs> yes. All right. So this week, okay, I was having a conversation with a young lady and she is currently talking to this guy. She's not too sure if she really likes him, you know, or if he kind of gets on her nerves, but she's still giving him a chance. I think he's a little different than what she's used to is what she said. So, you know, when you're, when you're trying something different, you're kind of reprehensive or apprehensive, excuse me, about, um, you know, what steps you're going to take. So, um, yes. So as we were discussing, you know, what, to what may come of them. She said, I think I'm just, she said, maybe I'll just fuck him and then I'll know from there if I'll like him or not. And so when she said it, I was like, what? Like, wait a minute. I, I had to ask her to back up because the, I, I mean, I don't think that's something I've ever heard before. And I said, say that again. And she said, I'll just fuck him. And that way that'll help me determine if I like him or not, because if the dick is good, then, you know, I'll well. like him. Maybe, maybe, maybe the things that get on my nerves now won't get on my nerves as much when I know it's good. Or if it's not good, then I'll know for sure that he just ain't for me. And so, I, I mean, I was really weak. I was really weak I because so. I promise you, I, I promise you, I had never heard anything like this before. Uh, but it had me thinking, cause I asked her, I was like, well, what if it is good, but you're just putting the other stuff out of your mind because it's good. And so you don't want to give up, you know, some, some good sex or whatever. Like, what if those things really do bother you, but you don't know? And she was like, well, no, because you know, like I said, if you know, if it's good, then maybe those things won't bother me as much. Maybe it'll relax, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know. So, um, Yes, my question for you is someone that's dating. Because, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I dated, I think. Yes, I'm going to say it's been a while since I dated. Um, <laughs> did you have to think about that? <laughs> I did. I mean, shit. You know, time just, time runs together these days. Negro, like, you're, planning, day. you're planning a 10-year something. I, I am planning a 10-year. Ah! Anyway, <clears throat> my question to you is um, when you're dating someone or, you know, is has that thought ever crossed your mind? Like maybe if I just have sex with this person, um, you know, it'll help me determine if I like them or not. And also is that like, is that valid? Like, what do you think? Like, is that a valid, um, reasoning or, or I guess a uh, plan when you're talking to someone? Because I just, I don't, I feel like if the, the sex is good, It'll have me, you know, it'll have me sprung pretty much like before the wrong reasons, you know, like I'm ignoring the other signs that I saw because the sex is so good. And I feel like I've been there before. So I just, you know, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea. So I'm asking you, you're still out there in the dating scene. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been there. That, as soon as you said that, I've been there before. I'm thinking, like, have I been there before? I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, I think one of the things uh, that I, that's, it, it's not, I don't think it's right or wrong. I think it depends on what you value as to where that 
depending on what you value determines whether that that's a uh, the best approach or not. One of the first things I thought about when you were talking though, Sex in the City. Remember when? Uh, remember when Carrie was sleeping with the musician? Yes. And and yes. she and she was talking oh to Stanley gosh. and she was talking to Stanley. And they were sitting on the bed and he said and he said to her, "Have you slept with them?" And she said, "Yes." And he said, "See." And he pretty much I'm paraphrasing like. When you sleep with them, you rationalize all the red flags. Like, that's one of my favorite lines, actually, from that series. It's like... Oh, my gosh. You, you, that's so or, good. Or you wave the... Ra- <laughs> you wave... Yeah, you rationalize... Pretty much you rationalize... Like, once you sleep with somebody, you rationalize all the red flags, right? It's, and that, to me, is what it sounds like... Wow. Your friend was telling you without s- directly saying it. Is I need to know that... This ain't it, no friend. Like, if, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just... just <laughs> Uh-uh. Wherever the story came from, right? It's like I need to I need to sleep with them so that I can know if I can deal with this BS. Because if you're already spotting BS, like if you're already having those questions, this is one of those moments. Rem- what well, girl, this whole episode is coming together in a real way. Remember earlier one of us said <laughs> <laughs> one of us said something about um thinking Making a decision, like looking back on something and recognizing you knew at that moment when you could have went left and you went oh, right. Oh yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Like to me, yeah, like yeah. oh okay, oh I said. See, to me, that's to me. This situation is proving is pointing to they know right now what direction that they need to go in, and they're trying to find some justification to go in the other. And so instead Ooh. of just saying, instead of just saying like I, instead of moving on. To something else, there's too many. I mean, that old cliche, that old saying, right? There are plenty of fish in the sea. There are other people with good sex out there. Mm-hmm. That this one person, even if the sex is good, right? Like there are other factors that make them them that you can't rock with that you, that aren't for you. So why even put yourself in a position to rationalize the red signs, all because you want to get that nut again, right? Like right. So it's not necessarily bad if that's if that's if that's if that's how you choose to live your life and if if sex is the most important thing or one of the most important things to you and you feel like you can deal with somebody and their BS right eighty twenty because you're never gonna like all of someone there are gonna be things mm-hmm. about someone that you have to deal with is not the best phrase that I like to use but that you're willing to put up well deal with deal yeah with. yeah deal with yeah so put up with, yeah but I think willing to deal with something at the because of good sex yeah that's just an interesting sort of thing that's not for me so okay well yes nah nah everybody nah i mean it also depends on what you're dealing with too because like i said this sounded like something new so i doubt that it's been so much like that much bs where it's like all right why are you even dealing with this person at all but it's enough for them to have a conversation it's enough for them to take that conversation from themselves and have it with somebody else right like they once you start having the conversation out loud or one of the things that i think about when you're having that conversation out loud like you're looking for validation to go one way or the other you've thought about it enough Mm -hmm. that now it's worth like talking about because i mean how many times have we all had to say have we thought about something and it wasn't that serious like i told you about it after the i told you about it after the decision was made after the fact when somebody comes to you yes. before the fact, there's a level of importance. Yeah. Well, there's because it don't be that deep, man. And I, but I come to people when I think it's like that deep, or when there's a level of there's a level of knowledge that I lack that I think somebody else does, right? Other than that, right? It sounds like this person, but this is not about me. This is about this topic, your perspective, and this person. It seems like like there, like there's a level of cause for pause that's real for them to have a conversation with somebody else about it. 
yeah. I also think there are other factors that are related to that because if you value yourself or if you value the life that you're living, let me not say if, one of the things that I can see is that when you appreciate or put value or put stock into your life as it presently is, you only want to make it better. And you'd want to make it, and I would like to believe that you would want to make it better based on like looking at the best possible outcomes I mean, or the best possible situations, not the situations where you can deal with, if that makes sense. Like you don't want to move forward with stuff that you have to deal with. You want to move forward with like the best possible situation. And this sounds like they're going to be dealing with a bunch of mess that they already know that they don't have to deal with. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, no, no, no. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also just right I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> What okay. did you say to them? No, what did you say that. to them? What did what do you th- what did you say to them? <laughs> oh, when I got weak. Um, but no, what I, I what I said was, oh, I, the same thing I said is like, is that the best decision to make? You know, is that is that the best way to make that decision? You know, like based on sex? Because I mean, my thing was because I think about what if you like it and then you get sprung, you know, off the wrong one. You know, like just because it's good. I had that. That was my. Um, I guess thought of caution would be, you know, I don't know. Been there, done that. Good sex doesn't mean, you know, whatever. But you know, every everybody is different. Everybody, like you said, different. We have different values, different um, perspectives of what sex means to us. Yes, how we value sex. That's what I meant. So, um, yeah, you know. And then also too, like I mean, I felt like, you know. It didn't seem like it was going to be anything serious. So if you want to, you know, get your rocks off and see what it's like. I mean, hey, you're only young once. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. You're only young once. So well. one life to live. Anyway. Yes, that was it. So wait. that was my perspective. Oh, wait, I'm oh. okay. So just also, what did, how, when, when, because you said you've been there before. One, was it more than once? And have you, have you ever either yourself or other people you may have heard like did that outcome ever like is there an upside to that sort of direct like going in that direction like did, was the outcome ever good i don't know if i'm asking that right but if yeah uh i think i get what you're saying um when i base it off of sex nah nah i think it was always a letdown but also I'll say my intent matters and I guess my intentions there, my intentions in those situations, I feel like are a little different than this situation. I don't know. Like I wasn't like, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't even think about it like that. Like I, I, I hadn't thought about the sex, like the sex was already a given. And then when I did, it was just like, Oh, it's great. So now I don't want to go anywhere, but yeah, it never ended well. Never. But people are different. Yeah. I mean, sex yeah. sex got you there, but it didn't keep you there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Sex got me there, but it didn't. No, I would say in the situations that ended badly is that, that the sex is what kept me there. It got me there and kept me there. Well, what actually got you there? I'm just, now I'm just, I'm just, I'm, and hearing you tell that story, I'm, I'm, and you having a personal experience, you, you can, like, like, cause you didn't sleep with them before you got there, right? So what actually, 
got you there. There must have been something about them that even made you want to sleep with them. Oh, yeah. Regardless of the red flags, right? Like, Because maybe the red flags aren't that deep right now that, you know, or right then that would make you say, oh, I don't want to do anything with you or I don't, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Maybe they say that, like the question you asked earlier about like potential. Maybe there's some potential there. Yeah, some red flags, but some potential too. So I just want to see where this goes. So maybe having sex with you may help me sway that decision a little better. So they fucking for potential. You fucking for the woulda, coulda, shitters in life, not mm. what you already, what? <laughs> Been there, done that. It's tragic. Anyway. <laughs> yes, that is my perspective this week. <laughs> that was a good one. You Before know. This, this conversation goes into another <laughs> mini-show, a whole other episode. Save it for a mini-show. <sighs> Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, you do. So that is going to wrap up our perspectives this week. Uh, wait, wait. Is uh, it time for reflections? No, what are you looking forward to? I thought reflections was first. You sure? No, reflect. No, because what are you looking forward to is a part of. <laughs> we, we reflect on the whole thing when it's over. So. All right. So what are you. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? So, actually, no, you all, This so my mother is coming to New York next week. She is running in the New York City Marathon. And so I'm looking Yay! forward to, like, her running. I'm looking forward to just her being here and, and doing all of that, even though she's, just, like, coming with her crew. And I'm not, like, going to see her the whole weekend. But I will, you know, be there to cheer on. And then my cousin uh, from Connecticut is supposed to be coming down. Uh, to like help me cheer on my mom and all that stuff. So we're gonna set up a spot and see how that goes. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. She and better I, be coming with the crew. Lord, I oh, hope she I hope she comes with my contacts. Mom. That's what I hope she come with. It's your con- oh my god. I left I, the, I left them at home. <laughs> oh ooh, yes. I know I'm down to my last pair. You know, something happened to me. Oh I'm sorry, never mind. Go ahead. Is that is that what you're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you own glasses? No. See? And the other day, one of my, I need to get a pair. The other day, one of my contacts like flew out of my eye, um, into the sink while I was brushing my teeth. So did you get it out? Yeah. No, it went down the drain. Wait, so you only got one contact in your eye? No, I had, I mean, luckily I had a backup pair, but that's not ideal. That was my last pair that went down the drain. Oh, I get it. That's why I went and got a pair of glasses. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) I had a new I had a new pair, but I keep like an old pair just in case, you know, whatever. And luckily I had one left contact. So Yeah. That was my tragedy. Oh, wait, no. That's not <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, what I'm looking forward to is um homecoming weekend is coming up. Norfolk State, behold. Ooh. Um I won't say I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to being off on Friday. I may go to the game. I may not. I don't know. I know our biggest plan is just going down to see um, our 757 people, family. But behold, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Behold the green and gold, yes. Mm-hmm. You better behold it. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to this upcoming week. And yes. now time for... Reflections. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. 
do you have any reflections? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that do you realize that this is our 10, it's been 10 years since we graduated undergrad? Yes. This is our 10 year, this is like the 10 year reunion. Like what the, WTF? Why you Uh, gotta tell all them how old we are? (laughs) Like I don't (laughs) understand. Well, I don't, well, me and Jesus, so I'm proud about that these days. Um, Jesus, yeah. What else? That might have been the only real reflection that I had. What else? What else? Um, yeah, that might have been my only reflection. One of the things I wrote down, though, I said, is this a real question? I was listening back to the, um, the episode, and I kept... What question was that? I don't remember, but it was some question you asked, and I think I sort of asked it in the in the episode. But then, as I was really listening to it, I was like, "Is this a real question? Like, what question?" What? <sighs> I'm gonna have to think about it. I'll try to think about you it. You didn't write the question down? Oh nah, man, it's, it's it was me just writing notes, you know. <laughs> Come on now, Aaron. Come on. <sighs> okay. Um. Uh, so my reflection. I only had one reflection. And the only thing I could think of when I was listening to that episode was, this is what happens when you do an endless brunch buffet before you record. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when you do bottomless mimosas before you record, people. Um, But either way, it was a key. And I'm just... They turned out a lot better than what I thought, though, that they were. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Both, both the yeah. yeah the, <laughs> it usually takes me listening to it to to go. Oh, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, I. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be really good. <laughs> you better reflect on that. Week. What yes. was that question you asked? Yo. Dang. If you remember, put it in a mini so. What was your perspective last week, or last time? Oh, I don't know. I would have to go back and listen. Something about the conversation that was being had. Oh, is the person... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that a... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is it okay to call your ex and go off pretty much about... how Or tell them how you feel Oh, yeah, okay. That might have been where I said, is that a real question? Like, I mean... And the more I listen to it... it's okay. Look, people, when Ashley gives that, that... That plug... Please, please follow through. I really need to know. I'm still on that one. What? <laughs> Sorry, that was my reflection. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I said my reflection about the bottomless mimosas. So, so that's going to wrap it up this week for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys as always. Please, please, please make sure to reach out to us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. Uh, email us. A perspective, no e at the end at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley to give us all your questions, feedback, anything. Just hit us up. And make sure you guys tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely, wholeheartedly uh, appreciate your support. Oh, and it's because of, <laughs> and it's because of you, and it's because of you, right, that our numbers continue to grow and that we're continuing to gain more supporters. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And like I said, tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. All right, guys. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey. Bye.